like a flood. The Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. I see the enemy coming in like a flood in our houses, in our churches, in our families. The Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear, and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Today's message, what really happened to Jesus Christ. And now here's Bishop Caldwell. To you this evening about what really happened to Jesus Christ. What really happened to Jesus Christ. In order for us to get there's no way we're going to get the full scope of this entire thing because it goes on and on, on and on. And then when it gets weary, it leans on something and then it goes on from there. This thing goes on and on. But I just believe that in this session here this evening, we have a God-given opportunity to get a little bit closer to what really happened to Jesus Christ. I want to turn your attention, because we're going to be doing a lot of reading here today. I want to turn your attention to the book of Exodus, the 12th chapter. And we know the book of Exodus, the 12th chapter, is where the Passover lamb was sacrificed. What happened to Jesus Christ? In the book of Exodus, verses 1 through 6, is where I'm going to begin reading. And the Lord spoke unto Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be unto you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Speak ye unto all the congregation of Israel, saying, In the tenth day of this month they shall take to them every man a lamb, according to the house of their fathers, a lamb for an house. And if the household be too little for the lamb, let them and his neighbor next unto his house take it according to the number of the souls. Every man according to his eating shall make your count for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. Ye shall take it out from the sheep or from the goats. And you shall keep it until the 14th day. Everybody say the 14th day. And you shall keep it until the 14th day of the same month. And the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it in the evening. That's where Nisan 14 comes from. The first month of the Jewish New Year on the Jewish calendar. It's the 14th day of the same month. And that month is called Nisan. 
and that sacrifice that was to happen on the 14th day is what brings us to Nisan 14. This was the first month on the Jewish calendar. And the 14th day of that month, of that same month, was when the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel was to kill that lamb in the evening. We know that according to biblical chronology, we already know that the evening and the morning were the first day. See, when we, when we talk about time and, I like to use the phrase time and temperature, it, it doesn't equate with what happened in the east. And that's where Christ came forth and came through in the east. And right here in the book of Exodus, Christ was not even born. So what we have here is what God is setting down into the nation of Israel to be carried out from generation to generation to generation. Nisan is the first month of the Jewish New Year. And the 14th day of that month was when the, the animal was to be killed on the 14th day. It was set aside on the 10th day. That 10th day more or less lends itself to when Christ would come. Christ lived to be 33 years old. Jesus lived to be 33 years of age. Now, don't let it get complicated because I've prayed for you. <laughs> and I've prayed for myself too. So on the 10th day, they were to put the lamb up. This more or less is symbolic of, uh, of the Passover lamb that Jesus Christ would become. Christ is our Passover lamb. And so therefore, when Jesus was put aside, the lamb had to be without blemish. And uh, to the test, this was to be kept for four days. So our Lord's public life was under hostile scrutiny. He always had a clamor or some type of confusion. He didn't have it because God is not the author of confusion. But every time he looked around, there were the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the Zealots and these other folk that was trying to not only turn the Lord's heart, but they had a place where they were standing which was not in a good place. Anytime anybody stands against the Lord, they are not standing in a good place. So what really happened to Jesus Christ is that Jesus is the fulfillment of what God intended for the Passover to be because Christ is our Passover lamb. And so God was setting in order in the first five books of the Old Testament, the Pentateuch, God was setting everything in order. And what came up in that was the Passover. The Passover is a type of Christ, our Redeemer. And uh, 
the time that he was set aside, Jesus had a three-year ministry. It lasted for three years. And then uh, the Lord was put to death after three years. So he was approximately 33 years of age when he was put to death. So from the time the Lord bust on the scene until the time he died, there was always some complication with the Pharisees and other religious people trying to turn Jesus to their point of view. How many of y'all know the Lord don't turn to nobody's point of view but his? And so therefore, this was the calamity that was taking place during that particular time. And so God through Moses in the first five books of the Bible set these things in motion. So what really happened to Jesus Christ? These events that are, are going to lead up to his death can be tracked in the Bible. And there are a lot of people that, I don't know for whatever reason, that seem to not take this route as it relates to the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. Christ was actually crucified. Jesus was actually put to death. He died for our sins according to the scriptures. And he was buried in Joseph's brand new tomb according to the scriptures. But the third day, Jesus Christ, when he gave up the ghost, he went into hell. And he spent there three lost eternities. He spent three days and three nights in a lost eternity. And he spent that time for you. And he spent that time for me. Now, there ain't no getting around this. If a person says, I'm not going to accept Christ, then obviously that's, that's on that individual. Just go to hell. Because that's the end result of rejection of Jesus Christ. And this is nothing to play with. So I thank God that he died in my place. I thank God that he was buried. And I thank God the third day God raised Jesus up from the dead. With all power in heaven and in earth. In his awesome hands. It's the Lord totally by himself. That woke every one of us up this morning that started us on our way. Oh, what a mighty God we serve. But to be in this world and to reject God's son Jesus is the sign of death warrant. You cannot make it without Jesus. Now, as we consider this evening what happened to Jesus, we have to also remember that the evening and the morning, according to the Bible, was the first day. The evening and the morning were the second day. And it goes all the way down to the sixth day. And God never named no Monday, no Tuesday, no Wednesday, no Thursday, no Friday. God only named the Sabbath day, which was Saturday. The rest of the days that we have over here in the western hemisphere came out of Babylon.
So therefore, um, you know, the evening and the morning were the first day. The evening and the morning were the second day. And it goes all the way down. So the Lord only called the Sabbath the Sabbath. And the rest of the days were numbered day one, day two, day three, day four, day five, day six. That's a matter of fact. So, so what we have here is the Lord... Um, I won't say interrupting the historicity of man in the Western Hemisphere. I just say that ever since God started, God was God, and even now God is still God, and, and God is the author and the finisher of our faith, and everything that God sets out in motion, that's what he does. So we are here in the West, and being here in the West, we're not connected with what's going on in the east. Because the days in the east when God set things up and is still running according to that, whatever they're doing with their clock over there. So when God set it up, the evening and the morning were the first day and it went on from there. Uh, don't let my light bother you. <laughs> so, 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 so what happened, so what happened is that these days of the week and etc. came out of Babylonian, out of Babylon. But nevertheless, what's, read, what's written over there and what's over here is two different worlds. Because over here, midnight is the beginning of our new day at midnight. Can I get one witness? So, since our, our day over here starts at 12.01 a.m. Over in the east, where Jesus Christ came to, the day started at 6 p.m. in the evening. 6 p.m. in the evening. And 12 hours from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. is 12 hours. And from 6 a.m. all the way around to uh, 6 p.m. the same day, that's another 12 hours, and there are 24 hours in a day. So when, when the Lord first, when I first started going through this with the Lord, it scrambled my mind because here we are in the Western Hemisphere and we count time at 12 midnight. Their time in the East starts counting down per day at 6 p.m. And 6 p.m. all the way through to 6 a.m. the same day, that's 12 hours of night. And then at 6 a.m., y'all listen to me? Then at 6 a.m. in the morning, it's the same day, and it goes all the way back around up to 6 p.m. And that's one day. Jesus said that there are 12 hours in a day. So we have to understand then that when we talk about Nisan, we're talking about the first month of the Jewish calendar. And we talk about Nisan the 14th. We're talking about the Passover day. So Nisan 14th is the Passover day. Now, Jesus was the word made flesh. 
Jesus was born into this world to die. You and I were born in here to live. And without Jesus, nobody's living. They just existed. Because Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And so when God set this up in the book of Exodus, the 12th chapter, about the Passover lamb, the Passover lamb would be born into Israel's future hundreds of years into the future. So Jesus is God's Passover lamb and Jesus is our Passover lamb. Okay, we're getting ready now to, I, I hope you got your, your fingers on and your, and your mind straight because we're getting run, ready now to run a lot of scriptures. But the main thing in this teaching here today is to show the fact that Jesus is God's Passover lamb. And so there were, there, there were complications and, 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 and twisted things that happened now that we have all 66 books. A lot of these things were twisted to the point where it make it seem as though it, it ain't true, but it is true. Every bit of it is true. So, before we step out, so today is Saturday. Today is Saturday. If we were over in the east, and it's approximately 25 minutes to 6, well, at 6 p.m. today, 6 p.m. over there, would be Sunday. It would be Sunday. So therefore, having that tidbit, having that understanding in reference to the Passover and the Passover lamb, and here we are in the Western Hemisphere, and our days start at midnight. Their day start at 6 p.m. evening. And it comes all the way down to 6 a.m. in the morning. Then it travels all the way from 6 a.m. all the way up to 5 p.m. Which makes, which makes it necessary to understand then that when Jesus died. Can I talk to you for a minute? That when Jesus died on the cross... He was put on that cross about 9 o'clock in the morning. That was the third hour of the day. And being put on the cross at 9 o'clock in the morning, Jesus died approximately at 3 p.m. on that day. And when we read about Judas betraying the Lord and Judas getting money for selling the Lord and and we read about all these people coming in and out of court uh, uh, lying on Jesus. And say, he say, you know, uh, that, that build this temple up and he will, he, he's going to destroy it. And whatever, they were lying on Jesus. So what we have to understand then is that Christ was crucified not on a Sunday. Christ was not put to death on a Sunday. And I know that at least is, is, is a couple of people here that went to Booker T. Now the rest of y'all ain't sure about. But, and the reason I, I make this statement is this. Okay, 
if, if from Friday to Sunday is three days, then you need to come up here so I can go ahead and, 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 and put the mic on you. Because there's no way to get three days and three nights from Friday to Sunday. Okay, count, count this with me. Okay, uh, Friday, we're going to say Friday about 6 p.m. Okay, Friday. Okay, wake up now. Wake up. Okay, now let's, let's move through to Saturday. Saturday is traditionally, historically, the Sabbath day. That's Saturday. Okay, everybody say Saturday. Saturday. Now, now, now we got a day and a half. And you'd be pushing real hard to get two days. And now Jesus Christ was raised up from the dead on a Friday. You know that ain't true. He was raised up from the dead on a Sunday. So the Lord wasn't perplexed in his thinking uh, anything. The Lord never said anything wrong. Because he, he is the word and the word is correct. And that's the word that you and I and we and us must put our confidence in that if God said it, we believe it. If he spoke it, he'll bring it to pass. So I submit to you in this teaching as we move forward that Christ was crucified on a Wednesday. On a Wednesday. And he was put on that cross about 9 o'clock in the morning on that Wednesday. And being put on the cross about 9 o'clock that Wednesday. Because Wednesday night started this whole thing. Somewhere around about 6 o'clock in the evening. And Judas got turned loose. And all that was on a Wednesday. It was on a Wednesday. And so about 9 o'clock that morning. See the evening and the morning were the first day. Evening and the morning were the second day. So it was the evening first. And then the morning light came in. Got it? Okay, so the evening and the morning were the first day. So evening came in first before the daylight came in. So when Jesus was crucified, he was crucified about 9 o'clock in the morning. Which means then that Judas that had gotten his 30 pieces of silver and these men that say, yeah, he said this and he said that, and, 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 and they were lying on him in open court. All that was that Wednesday night. The day came in at 6 o'clock Wednesday. So all this happened on that Wednesday night. And so approximately on that same Wednesday, approximately in the morning time, they led Jesus out to crucify him. And that was Wednesday morning, somewhere around about 9 o'clock. It was the third hour of the day. And so when he was hung on that cross, 
the third hour of the day, the Lord gave up the ghost somewhere around about 3 o'clock that day. That was p.m. They took him down off the cross before 6 o'clock because 6 o'clock would turn to another day. So they took him down off the cross and he was buried before 6 p.m. that Wednesday. Now, some people don't think that this is important. Well, to you it may not be important. But to me, reading the scriptures for years and years and years, and you ain't getting no light out of it, and I'm not talking about necessarily changing something, but light comes out of the scriptures. Today's message, What Really Happened to Jesus Christ, FC3188, FC3188, is now available on CD for only $10, and it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885, or you can mail in your request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119 or email us at net. Greenwood Acres has a new website. Go there to get ministry announcements, connect with the ministry, purchase messages and merchandise, and so much more. It can be found at gwafgbc.org. That's gwafgbc.org. We also have a new Know Your Bible video on demand page. You can access it from the website's main page. Just click on the Know Your Bible on demand link. We trust that it will be a blessing to you. Know Your Bible Radio Broadcast is now available as a podcast. You can listen to Know Your Bible through Apple Podcast, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Simply search for Know Your Bible or Bishop Caldwell in either app. Tap the subscribe button and Know Your Bible will come to you automatically each time an episode is posted. Enjoy! Now the question is... Wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come. The Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is, when will Jesus return? I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago and he answered me, came into my heart and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. 
I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Now the question's up. Hello, this is Bishop Caldwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you. Now I see.